Hello everybody and welcome to the weekly groceries with me, your host Catherine. And today we are sitting in a beautiful meadow of yellow flowers. They are buttercups, which if you place these underneath your chin and it lights up yellow, like a yellowish tint comes under your chin. I can't really see it because the, the camera and the sun's out and I'm, I'm squinting, but then it means that you like butter. And I most certainly do like butter. I love these um, really beautiful flowers that we've got everywhere. Uh, I'm technically not supposed to be here. It's, it's forbidden. <laughs> or well, it kind of impl was implied through the, the fencing. Um, but I couldn't resist coming in here because um, I'm very drawn to meadows. I'm very drawn to these places that I just feel very safe and relaxed in. Like there's nothing really, there's nothing really going on here. Like there's some cars and a busy road over there, but I. I like it over here, looking at the flowers in the sunshine because summer is coming and I'm very, very excited about that. Uh, and I'm just overlooking the English Dales here. So I wish you could be here with me, but this is, this is the most we can do to create this kind of intimacy and connection between us is you pretend that you're here with me. So please grab a cup of tea or whatever drink you would like to get. Make yourself comfortable. We're just going to cozy on in here. Uh, this is, for those who are new and don't know what this is, this is basically a, a weekly chat that we have about life, about self-growth and self-love and creativity and spirituality where I give you food for thought, food for heart and food for your spirit. So it's like total soul nourishment that we've got going on over here. And I believe this may be the 19th or the 20th episode of the Weekly Groceries, which is wild to me because we started this back in winter in or autumn actually in a tiny little greenhouse and now my parents no longer live at that place they're actually going to the philippines and flying out to the philippines tomorrow and they're taking the dogs with them and everything is changing there's new seasons coming into our lives new changes and if you especially watched my tarot reading from the other day then you will have felt this kind of energy of things are starting to pick up momentum now um, but before we get into today's chat, I actually have no idea what we're going to be talking about today. I just really fancied coming outside, being in the sun and just chit-chatting about everything and anything. Um, but before we get into that, I've just got water for you today. I hope that's alright, but we, we just use this to hydrate ourselves, you know, it doesn't always necessarily need to be something fancy. You don't need to be anywhere fancy to join me here, you can literally be, you know, in bed just kind of watching this on your phone or taking what I would like really is that we create a space where we take conscious intentional time out to just relax and you can kind of listen listen passively or listen proactively to what I'm saying but we just talk about things that are important how to connect back to yourself so that's what that's what this is all about that's what this space is really about mm. and I'd like to ask you how your week has been, what you've been doing. As always, do let me know in the comments and tell me how you are, how you've been feeling. There's been a lot of intense astrological things going on at the moment. I think we're in Mercury retrograde as well right now. And we have a lunar eclipse coming up. I believe it's tomorrow or the day after that I upload. This will be on the 15th of May. Um, so if you've been feeling a lot of density coming up for you, then that's okay. And this week for me has really been a week of coming back into gratitude and coming back into really owning the power and responsibility that I have over my own world and the way that I decide to see things. And the truth is that when we really radically take responsibility 
for how we feel, for how we respond to things, for what we allow into our lives or what we don't allow in, that's really where we reclaim our true power and we become a lot more centered. And to become centered means that we're not really so swayed easily by our reactions or by our emotions or by what other people are saying to us or how other people are reacting to us or behaving around us. Because if you're not centered and you find yourself feeling ungrounded, then you will very easily allow other people's opinions and feelings and thoughts to inculcate into your being, which takes away your power over what you choose in your life. And I was feeling really really quite happy this morning. I've been feeling very happy this week um, purely because last week was quite a heavy week for me. If you watch last week's weekly groceries you'll know that I've been spending time with my parents, living with my parents but they move, they move tomorrow um, and I'll be on my own again but there was a lot of things coming up for me because when you're around people particularly there's a beautiful quote that I love that says if you think that you're enlightened if you think that you're awakened go and spend a week with your family and then tell us how you feel which basically alludes to the fact that the people that we grew up with or the people that we find ourselves uh, so attached to growing up whether that's your friends or your family or people that you're just very close to your caregivers you'll find that they evoke things within you that no one else has the capacity to and that's purely because we get so attached to these people we really put on a pedestal what they think or we really decide that and we think that oh well if my mum or my dad or my sister or my brother or this person that I idealize or I'm really attached to as a child says this thing then that must mean that it's true and so oftentimes this is how our conditioning really comes to fruition this is how it crystallizes when we're so young and impressionable because we don't have any beliefs of our own we kind of, when we're growing up, we, we just absorb like a sponge. We're so absorbent and we're so sponge-like at that age when we're growing up. And even sometimes into adulthood, if we're not being conscious enough of what we're allowing to infiltrate into our being. Um, but we really do absorb so much of what the world is telling us is true. And the thing about becoming more conscious and really awakening to your true nature is that you have to really wake up out of the dream that what other people told you about life is true or the beliefs that you have come to believe about yourself are true because until you question these things until you really look at them objectively instead of being immersed in them subjectively and making them very personal to who you are and who you identify as then you will live in this unconscious haze and essentially be asleep you'll be living in the dream of your thoughts You'd be living in the dream of your mind and listening to everything it says. And oftentimes, you know, if we are told something or someone around us believes something and kind of, you know, that manifests in their behavior and we witness that behavior in our environment constantly and continuously and repetitively, then our little sponge-like self just decides that, oh, well, okay, well, if this is how they're behaving or these are the kinds of beliefs that they have about the world or about money or about love or about how the world works, then it must mean that they are true. And then we go and live. We start collecting this unconscious haze. This unconscious haze. It's kind of like this big, big, huge bowl of broth. And you know what they say is that too many cooks spoil the broth, which means that, and if you've watched on YouTube, this thing called too many cooks, and if you want to be disturbed, then go and watch that video, but I find it very... It's kind of like an artistic... It's supposed to be an artistic piece, but it's very strange. You don't, just go and watch it. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but it's called Too Many Cooks. Essentially, they do say that 
too many cooks spoil the broth. So if you've got someone adding a pinch of salt in here, putting some sugar in there, putting a bit of lime in there, and then someone else adds more lime or more lemon because they're like, I want it super sour. And then all of a sudden you've got this soury, salty, sugary broth that doesn't have a nice balance of carefully selected ingredients and flavors. And oftentimes our conditioning, the things that we believe about ourselves, the things we believe about our capacity to be great, the beliefs about our capacity to be abundant and feel abundant and be magnetic, they become tainted and contaminated by other people's ingredients that have been thrown in there. And this is not a case of blaming other people because on your spiritual journey, you're gonna go through bouts of blaming other people for you know the beliefs that you've collected or how people made you feel. But really owning your power again is about realizing that it's ultimately, it's no one's fault. It really is no one's fault. And if you can start to see it in that neutral perspective and see that every single person, especially the ones that are inflicting these kinds of beliefs or views or attitudes upon you, they don't really know what they're doing. They are lost in the unconscious haze of the worldviews and attitudes and beliefs that they inherited from their conditioning when they were growing up. And if we can truly zoom out and see this, it is so much easier not to take anything personally. And that's what I really feel like I've been working through this week is seeing things at a whole new level that I don't need to take other people's beliefs or worldviews or perceptions of me personally, and neither do you. So I've just been observing and witnessing a lot of behavior in my family and just seeing it from a, a more objective viewpoint. Whereas before, if you're operating from an egoic mode of consciousness, you take everything or you take criticism so personally, you take people's kind of slights on you so personally, or your sense of self, your sense of how good you feel weighs on whether they are saying good things or bad things about you. And so your sense of self is very contingent on how other people are reacting to who you are and your behaviors. And if you feel very judged by that, or if you have felt very judged by that, then there's still a part of you that's kind of operating from that egoic mode of consciousness where you take everything so personally and you, you feel like that is that like someone else's comments towards you are taking away a chunk of who you actually intrinsically are. And so I've just been observing and really seeing, you know, the ways that my family, for example, discuss money, the ways that they see money or just the ways that they, they see things in life. And I have really been noticing where I have absorbed some of that. And instead of saying, oh my God, I got these beliefs from these people and I can't believe that I fell for this or I can't believe that, you know, I've absorbed some of these negative ways of being and kind of inflicting some of the blame or making it their fault. Because at some point in your spiritual journey, you have to, you have to go through that. You have to just accept that's where you're at if you are blaming people. But there's a point where you actually start expanding beyond that and realizing that it's really no one's fault and it really has nothing to do with you. Like a lot of times the way that people behave, it has nothing, nothing to do with your actual character and who you actually are. And this is how we start accessing our greatness, is we start delineating between what negative programs you've received from other people and what is actually true about yourself and who you actually are, like how you actually feel about yourself. So I've really been just observing that kind of conditioning, like if, if, 
people have made certain comments about the clothes that I wear or the way that I'm dressing or my appearance or just commenting on some of my behaviour saying that it's really weird or whatnot. I've just been really observing. Observing that, okay, you have this comment to make about me, you have this kind of judgement that you're placing on my behaviour or how I, how I am as a person and previously I would have taken that incredibly personally because there is, in that mode of consciousness, there is a part of you where you are lost. You're not, you're not grounded within your center. You're not connected to who you actually are and realizing that you can ultimately validate yourself, that ultimately your power resides in whether you accept things like that or not, whether you inculcate those perceptions that other people have you into your being. Like for example, if someone, if someone comes along and says that, oh, your videos are shit. Like someone comments down below, you're really shit at making videos or you're really not an eloquent, eloquent speaker. I could take that to heart, sure. But coming back into your sovereignty and coming back into your true power and really being centered within your greatness means that you can just easily shrug your shoulders and say, okay, cool, that's your opinion. That's what you think. You can go over there and I'll be over here enjoying myself. And ultimately we can always make that decision. We can always make that decision that we're not going to allow or tolerate that kind of conditioning, that kind of programming from the outside world that you know makes you feel less than, that makes you feel inadequate. Because if you already hold the content inside of yourself, if you're operating from that more egoic mode of consciousness where you are self-deprecating and you are not really believing in yourself, then you are so much more vulnerable and susceptible to allowing those kinds of comments to become part of who you are. And that's why, you know, for example, when I would take things so personally and really, really feel so, so criticised and it would kind of irk me and irritate me, I would feel very sensitive, especially as a child, which is, you know, it's okay to feel that way as well. But over time, I've really strengthened my connection to myself and this is what I ultimately aim to do on this channel so that you can actually believe in yourself so that you can actually see that the people that may be hating on you or judging you or criticizing you or just have weird sarky comments to say about you, they are actually teaching you. If they trigger you, if that triggers you, if that bothers you, if that upsets you, they are teaching you how to come back into your sovereignty. They are teaching you to actually remember your inner greatness. And it really is the case that you can ultimately decide whether or not you accept that and make that your reality as well. So if someone else comes along and puts a dampener on your creativity or has mean things to say about your appearance or has mean things to say about who you are being like, you're really weird, you're really weird or you just kind of have those self-conscious uh, judgmental thoughts. This is about really witnessing, really witnessing what you allow to be true for you. What do you decide to be true for you? And really evaluating your life right now. What have you been accepting as total truth that actually you can today decide that that's not in my reality anymore? Like, I discard that. And I think, honestly, you know, this process of transmutation, of transmuting what you formerly took very seriously and you, you took it to heart and you took very personally, or you just kind of, even the thoughts that you have about yourself, you take them very personally, like, oh my God, I'm such a shit person, or my, my ideas aren't good enough, or my creativity isn't good enough, or I'm not confident enough. Even those kinds of thoughts, 
The process of transmutation is really unraveling your attachment to these things and really believing that the voice inside your head is who you are. And really seeing that over time, the more you witness this with total presence, and you essentially, you loosen the energetic and emotional charge that has over you by just being lovingly present every time it arises. Over time, you really lessen the gravitational pull that these things have on you. And that's how we come back into our center. You realize what in your life has such a gravitational hold on, on you. Was it judgments that you received when you were younger? Was it things that people said about you at school? Was it things that maybe you're, you implied from a partner's behavior towards you or an ex-partner's behavior towards you? What have you inculcated into who you are that is actually nothing to do with you? I'd like you to evaluate that today and really see, you know, you ultimately get to decide what is yours and what is not. What kinds of beliefs belong to you and what kind of beliefs don't. This is how we transmute things. We begin to delineate what actually belongs to you and what doesn't, knowing that you can always decide that. You always have the power. This is not about helplessness. This is not about a victim mentality. And that's really what I feel like I'm really transmuting in my life. Because when we return back to the crime scene, essentially of hanging around or being in the presence of something that we formerly found very triggering, like it would, it would, be, very, it would be very triggering for me to be around my family. <laughs> now, because my awareness is growing, because I'm becoming more conscious, because I'm devoted to happiness and devoted to having inner freedom, I can look at some of the things that formerly used to bother me so much or things that would really put me down and now just see them as this is no one's fault, really. This is no one's fault. People can only love you with the amount of love that they have within themselves or the amount of love that they have been showing themselves. And I can decide that actually that comment or that thing or that mannerism towards me or that reaction, that doesn't belong to me. And now I can actually laugh at these things and just be like, you know what? Like, this doesn't have to be true for me. Life can be that beautifully funny. Life can be that cosmic comedy. That actually you can just look at something that's like kind of negative or silly and, and just be like, this is silly. Like, this is silly. Like, seeing the world that way is just so silly. Or seeing the world that way that's just so pointless. And just because someone else, like, let, let's say, for example, let's say, for example, it bothers you. It bothers you so much when someone is being really negative. And you're just like, why is this person so negative all the time? Everything they say is so depressing. It's just so annoying. It's because there's a part of you that doesn't like the fact, the fact that you can be negative too sometimes. And so when we witness someone else's negativity and we see that they are lost in that unconscious haze of thoughts, of depressing thoughts, or of just always assuming the worst thing, case scenario is gonna happen, or just always finding the fault in situations, never really seeing the silver lining. Do you really think that that person actually wants that? Do you think that's actually what they intend for? Because if we see, we, we, we witness that, we can see that ultimately, when people are lost in that kind of haze, 
of unconscious thinking, unconscious feeling, unconscious reacting to the world around them because they're in survival mode all the time, they don't really have a choice. They don't really have a choice. So it's no one's fault, really. It's no one's fault. And so when I would formally get annoyed at other people for being negative, I really had to reconcile with the fact that, you know, there's a part of me also that can be negative sometimes, but we integrate that part of us. We accept that part of us because again, it's like, it's not, I don't intend to be negative. I don't really want to be negative. I don't choose that, but it just happens sometimes. It happens when you get lost in that unconscious thinking and you start thinking more sad or anxious thoughts. That happens. So we see that nothing is really, nothing is really personal to us. The, the thoughts that come into your head, the emotions that you experience, none of it's really personal to us. And that's when we can really see the lighter side of life, acknowledging the negative, integrating the negative, of course, also just kind of really rising above rising above the things that used to bother us so much by reclaiming our power knowing that we can always choose our worldviews we don't have to blame anyone we don't have to blame society we don't have to blame our parents we don't have to blame our childhood in this present moment right now, you can choose to be free. You can decide to be free. No one is stopping you. No one is telling you you can't be free. So just quieting down your mind. Quieting down your mind just decide right now I am emotionally free I am emotionally free I am liberated and you see that in this silence that we're sharing together in this stillness is there really anything to worry about Is there really anything to be taking personally? Is there really anything bothering you right now? Is there really anything you are doubting about yourself? And before you answer that question with your thoughts, just notice that your mind is talking. Your mind is talking. And so whenever we resist deciding that we are free right now and we can be free at any moment from self-doubt, from worry, from overthinking, from self-judgment, if there is anything that you feel is blocking you from doing that right now in this moment, it's your mind. It's your mind that is not letting you. Your mind is the one doing the talking and the answering for you. 
the voice inside your head that loves finding problems all the time. Loves to find fault with who you are. But you don't have to take the mind personally. It's just something that we're watching. It's just something that's occurring. And there we are, just being present with it. And also in these moments of stillness, we can look at our uh, more negative beliefs about ourselves or about the ways that we've been seeing life. And we can really just look at them with curiosity and with a bit of humor as well. Just seeing that, you know, do I really want to spend today, this beautiful day on earth, dwelling on everything that I perceive to be going wrong or everything my mind thinks is going wrong. Do you really, excuse me, do you really want to do that today? Because you can. This is the power of free will, my friends. This is the power of free will. That you can. You can dwell on your problems, sure. You can allow that comment, that negative comment, or that negative memory to continue affecting you today. Sure. But do you want to? Do you want to do that? In some weird way, in most cases, your ego actually wants that. Because sometimes our ego is very fixated and attached to negativity. It feels so familiar to kind of find fault with life all the time or seek problems with who we are. But your ego is not you. That's not something we have to take personally either. Like if you notice, if you notice your ego kind of blocking you and putting you down or trying to seem more superior, we don't have to take that personally either. We don't have to judge that. It's literally just something we're becoming aware of. when I say don't take it personally, it's really understanding that a lot of times people's egos, they, they function the same way because it's kind of, it's something that we all wrestle with. It's something that we all deal with. So it's not really personal to you. It's not like my ego. Because when you say my ego is doing this, my ego is making me behave like this, then you are kind of making it personal to you and believing that that's like your thing your identity, which is not. So ultimately I find it very uh, helpful to just observe these things as this is something neutral that I'm witnessing. Oh, the negativity is coming up again. Oh, the sadness is coming up again. Oh, the fear, the worry. I see it, I watch it. But it's not like your fear your doubts because that's like making a sense of identity out of you and your problems and creating almost a personality out of it and this is something we have to become very aware of because it's something that happens very frequently if you are lost in the dream of your thinking this happens all the time but the thing about this process and you know just accepting wherever you are means that if you are 
consciously putting intention, attention and intention into becoming more aware of these things, then over time, that growth is going to compound so that you can eventually see things at a new perspective. And that's how I went from taking everything so personally and being very sensitive to now going back to the crime scene, if you will, <laughs> being able to be in that environment that I used to find highly triggering. And now it's just like, it's more of a neutral thing for me. I'm actually very grateful for this week of things being very uh, heightened and illuminated to me of those old feelings coming up of those old patterns of thought coming up, of those old belief systems that I realized that I had actually allowed to absorb into my life. Like the way I, the way I see money, or the way I see the world, the way I view time, or the way uh, I see things as either being conducive to me or frustrating to me. I've really started to witness that at a whole new level. And this is how we do that on the spiritual path is we become very patient with ourselves and know that if you are working on yourself, if you are working on witnessing and just, just being aware, non-judgmentally aware, lovingly present, then you are growing. You are growing. And you cannot force this process to speed up. You cannot force yourself to be somewhere where you are not because again, that is a form of the ego striving to be somewhere striving to be oh my god i just want to be 100 percent confident all the time and 100 percent happy all the time and oh my god so fucking enlightened oh my god so enlightened it hurts <laughs> and you know if you notice that in yourself you notice that desire to constantly being so be somewhere where you are not just notice that it's your ego the ego expressing dis dissatisfaction with who you are where you are right now because it perceives that that's not good enough but do you look at a flower that is not fully bloomed that is not fully ripe do you look at a peach that is not fully ripe and comment on that and say that that is not good enough do you reject that about nature do you get frustrated with nature? No. Then why do you get frustrated with your own process? Why do you get down about where you are on your journey? All that really matters is that you are becoming more aware every single day. You're working on becoming more free from negativity every single day. Working on becoming more free of those fears and doubts that, yes, they're gonna come up on your journey, totally. But it's what you do with them, it's how you use your free will to allow those things to inculcate into you and bring you down and demotivate you. Or whether you see them as this is just part of how it is, this is a part of the process. Like a sapling pushing itself out of the earth and out of the dirt, it requires resistance, it requires force. It requires being in some sort of darkness and not really knowing if the sunlight's gonna be there at the surface because the sapling doesn't even know the amount of sunlight that's on the surface yet. 
So I would like you to just totally be okay with wherever you are right now and wherever you are out on your journey. Totally own it. And totally own who you are today. That's something else that I've been thinking about and want to quickly chat about is not putting the brakes on who you are. If you want to connect to your inner power and be a force to be reckoned with in the world and really connect to the unique essence that you are, by the way your unique essence is like the energetic signature that you add and infuse into the world that no one else has. And if you want that to unleash, you want that to unravel, you want that to blossom in the world and not feel ashamed about that or not have any regrets about that or not have any guilt about that and you don't want to be apologising for that then you have to be totally okay with your, your weirdness and the things that make you different from other people and you have to stop trying to be like other people If you notice that you want to be like other people, or there's someone that you idealise that you perceive to be better than you or more confident than you, just observe that. It's the ego in a mode of comparison. It compares because it has dissatisfaction with how things are and who you are right now. But then if we don't take that person and we just observe that, it's like, oh, okay, well, oh, my mind's comparing me to this person. It's interesting. Do I have to believe that this person is actually better than me? Do I have to believe that this person is more confident than me? Do I have to believe that I'm inferior to this person? No, you don't. You don't have to accept everything that your mind is saying as truth. You don't have to accept the comments from other people as absolute truth. You don't. The power of free will, baby. That's how good it is. And so if you would like to connect more to your unique essence and what you want to add into the world, simply by being who you are, then you have to allow yourself to be who you are. Like my whole life, I have felt like a strange person. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit that. I've always felt very strange. I always grew up and people around me would make it, a, a big deal out of calling me weird. Like, you're weird. Like, you're super weird. But we see that the things that make us so unique actually become our superpowers. I believe that my weirdness is actually something that is makes me endearing. And I'm really starting to fully own that. <laughs> the people close to me in my life know that I'm super fucking strange, but... Does God want it any other way? No. So why should I? If God wanted you to be any other way than you are, then he would have made you another way than you actually are. <laughs> do you get my drift? Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Which means that stop putting the brakes on who you actually are. Like recently I've really been 
reflecting on what is this channel about? What do I represent? What is the essence that I feel like I am coming home to? And again, this is all a process. This is all a process of really delineating what is actually me? What do I actually like? What do I actually enjoy? What am I naturally drawn towards? Who am I naturally when I'm just, you know, sat in a field of flowers where I really enjoy being? Who am I naturally and what comes out when I'm just allowing myself to express spontaneously? I didn't even freaking know what I was going to talk about today. But the thing is, also in life, we have to allow ourselves to experiment. To experiment with our expression. To experiment with the things we create. To experiment with different activities and hobbies and really see which ones feel resonant with us. And so I know that this episode we've been talking a lot about power <clears throat> and reclaiming your power. But I also just want to remind you that when you are fully being yourself and not apologizing for that and just showing up with all of your shortcomings, with all of your unique qualities and just allowing yourself to feel greatness within that, allowing yourself to feel expansive and authentic within that, you're unstoppable. You're unstoppable because nothing can really stop you at that point. Because if you're just being who you are and being true to yourself and being real and you're not trying to be something that you're not, you're not trying to be something else, you're not trying to be someone, somebody else that you idealize, then really you become powerful because you start to accept your unique essence that you've been given in this lifetime. When you're totally okay with that, no one can take that away from you. Unless you use your free will to decide that, that takes something away from you. This is why connecting to our authentic, raw and real selves and being accepting of that, of accepting our quirks, of accepting the things that make us different. That's where we actually become very powerful and also very magnetic because we just give less shits about other people's perception. And you give more of a shit about, am I showing up for myself every day? Am I growing every single day? Am I allowing myself to become more of a radiant, bright and free and liberated version of myself every day? That's where you really find your happiness and your power. No one can take that away from you. No one can really take away the joy that you feel for yourself, unless you let them. So that's why, my friends, we must use this one lifetime that we have to enjoy being who we are, because you incarnated as you for a reason. You don't need to know the intricate details of this reasoning. It might be something that is beyond human comprehension, which likely it is because it's a cosmic thing. But I always reflect on, and this is, this is why also I think a lot about the mortality of life and the impermanence of life, which by the way, uh, if you follow me on Instagram at Relight with Catherine, um, 
I updated on my story that this fly, I was like talking to my crystals and just saying like hi to them and thank you and looking at my flowers. And this fly just zooms right in and kills itself basically. It flew right into the flame and then it dropped into the candle wax and then it just started to die in the candle wax. And I kept it there. It's kind of solidified in my candle now as an ode to the fact that this life is very permanent. I mean, not permanent, impermanent. <laughs> if life was permanent, then we'd all be immortal. Oh my God. And if we we're immortal, we'd have infinite things to talk about. So that'd be quite an interesting thing. Anyways, life is impermanent. Your form, your expression in this 3D world of being on earth is impermanent. And once you know that actually I'm never going to get this back, I'm never going to have this again. Like I only have this for a temporary amount of time. Doesn't it increase in value? It increases the value that you see in it. Like if I was to tell you, okay, where has it gone? This is the last time that you are ever going to see a buttercup. Like this is the last time you'll ever know that buttercups existed. This is the last time you'll get to appreciate the buttercup and all of its flaws and all of its beauty as well. And all of its, you know, unique form. This is the last time. Okay. Wouldn't you look at it with the most loving pair of eyes? Wouldn't you look at it as if it's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen? And truly, this is really how, this is the kind of mentality that we should be applying to life as much as possible and also to ourselves. Because you are so much more likely to see the beauty in life and the beauty in other people and appreciate that instead of kind of uh, rejecting that or wishing that you had that, if you are to see the beauty inside of yourself. So just know that there's only one of you. There's only one of you. You are a rarity, really. You know, we're all human, obviously there's billions of people on the planet, but there's only one of you. And we want to receive all of you. We want to receive the unique essence that you add into the world. I most certainly do. And it's by stepping into your unique essence and being okay with allowing that to shine, being okay with expressing that fully. Yes, the self-consciousness might be there. I faced it many times on my journey, especially doing what I do and being a speaker and a content creator and a creative. My expression is literally what I'm putting out into the world. Obviously the fear and the doubt's gonna come up, but again, it's about really loosening the, the energetic charge that these things have on me. Loosening the energetic charge that that self-consciousness has on you. Not making it personal, just realizing, that, yeah, that's just something that's gonna come up. It's gonna happen, it's natural, it's okay. Then over time you just, you loosen that charge, that pull, that gravitational pull that it has on you so that you can show up fully. Show that you can, so that you can show up with less fear and less worry of how other people are going to see you or what other people are going to think of your ideas or what people are going to say about your essence. Over time, those concerns will just become way less and less. just 
be okay with who you are and be okay with allowing other people to receive that as well trust that other people want to receive that trust that other people want to see you in all of your glory <laughs> in all of your glory and allow yourself to shine in all of your glory that's a a little seed of wisdom that we can plant into your consciousness as an affirmation as we grow the garden of our lives here together is I allow myself to shine in all of my glory because you see these flowers these flowers they're just bright and open I don't care I don't care if it's gonna rain I don't care if it's gonna be a storm they don't really care what other people say say to them. <laughs> they're just, this is why I love flowers. I just think there's so much to learn from them. They're just so beautiful, you know? And all the, all the flowers are different. They all have unique qualities. So allow yourself to shine in all of your glory. And please join the conversation and comment down below what is it that you're ready to relinquish that has had such a gravitational pull on the way that you see yourself or the way that you see the world? Again, don't take these beliefs personally. No need to feel ashamed of them. They're not really yours. We made them our own, we made them ours, but then it's just a case of realizing, actually, this doesn't belong to me. Like this, these critical thoughts, they don't belong to you. They don't have to belong to you. So what is it that's been having such a hold on you, that's been stopping you from really unleashing your potential into the world? That's been stopping you from really being who you are and being okay with that? What's been stopping you? What's been stopping you from feeling abundant? What's been stopping you from feeling free? And it's in your recognition of that right now and not taking it personally and just kind of witnessing it, that you lessen the charge that it has you lessen the hypnotic gravitational pull that it has on you. And thus you come back into your center, you come back into your true power, your true home. So as you're letting me know down below, I'd just like to thank you for being here. This has been a wonderful impromptu weekly groceries. And I'm just, oh, I'm in heaven right now. I'm in bliss, like all I really, I'm really learning as well, just what, I like as a person and who I actually am as a person just from spending more time alone and being very reflective and you know just deepening that intimacy with myself and I I always encourage you to do the same so you can really get to know who you are who are you when no one else is around who are you when no one else is watching what kinds of things do you like to do like right now if it if I had it all my way and there were no rules I'd just be frolicking around here naked I'm frolicking around here naked and just talking to the flowers and just being in the sun all day and creating content. That's literally what I would be doing. <laughs> and I think really gaining insight into what you like, what kinds of things you're drawn to, what kind of things resonate with you, which we will talk more about, I think, on another weekly groceries. You will get to really get closer to the true essence of who you are. And no, that's not always static. It's not always like, this is just me, this is what I like. 
but knowing that also is dynamic that also is changing as you evolve more and more and so really my final notes my final notes alongside thanking you for being here and really appreciating that you're spending this time with me I am really excited about things that are coming on this channel and I'm really feeling this urge to go in a certain new direction that's more in alignment with what I want to create and I'm really feeling like I want this space to evolve with me. I want this to evolve with me because essentially my channel and what we're creating here, this is like a garden. We're creating a garden here together and a garden never stays the same. We're always growing different things on here. We're weeding out and rooting out different things and you know, really just building and bringing something to life that is flourishing. That is flourishing, that's full of life, that is full of goodness and that has a lot to offer. And so the direction this channel is going to be going in is kind of evolving with my own process. We're going to be talking a lot more about creativity. We're going to be talking a lot more about self-expression alongside you know, self-love and how to incorporate all of these things into one so that you can become a really powerful creator and creative and visionary in the world. So on that exciting note, thank you for being here. I hope you have a beautiful day full of sunshine, if not in the external world, just sunshine in your mind and sunshine in your heart. And I thank you for growing alongside me today. Do let me know as well what you're grateful for so we can amplify that for you. I'm just feeling so grateful for this week and being able to transmute things that formerly really upset me or annoyed me and realizing that I'm in a happier place now and I'm a more expanded place now where I feel more free to choose what things resonate with me and choose what things don't and choose what is mine and choose what is not and I reflect back to you that also you have that same choice in your life always to choose you can even choose today that even if things go wrong or even if things don't go as you plan that you're still gonna have a fucking awesome day because we just encoded it right now that you're gonna have a fucking great day I don't care what happens regardless you're always going to find the silver lining in things if you so decide to see it that way so thank you so much and I will see you next time also uh, follow me on Instagram at Relight with Catherine because I also post new things on there as well and more of my creative side and we've got so much good stuff coming to this channel. So I will see you there and I'll see you in the next weekly groceries on my next video. Bye bye.